What is up, you guys, and welcome back to Sad Girl Hours. Um, Today, we are doing an episode that has been highly requested. So I have Logan with me, my, I guess I shouldn't say baby daddy, because I don't really like that term, father of my (laughs) child and my boyfriend. Hello. Um, But it was requested that we do a before and after um, episodes for before the baby comes and after and just kind of our experiences and I have a lot of thoughts with things so hopefully I honestly should have like done like bullet point notes of like all the things I want to touch on because there's just a lot because pregnancy has been like I don't know it's gone by really fast but it also has like really slowed down the past like seven weeks yeah it's definitely gone by fast um Way way faster <laughs> than I thought. Than it was you going anticipated, to. yeah, probably. Um, but yeah, so here we are. Yeah, I was. Oh, I almost asked if you had bulletin points. <laughs> I mean, I was just gonna kind of start like timeline, but before I do that, we're actually recording on Christmas Eve. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is cool. We've got to spend the pretty much the whole day with my family, just hanging out. Um, and then we get to do this. So. Happy holidays and Merry Christmas, whatever you celebrate. I hope that you are celebrating with the people you love. And I know the holidays can be hard for people. I've had some hard holiday. So it makes me very appreciative for the past couple years, especially this year. It's been so great. So good. Absolutely. Um, And one last thing before we kind of jump into it. You can actually do ratings on Spotify now. I don't know if I even told you that. I heard that on Small Town Murder. Mm-hmm. Low-key plug, not plug. We love that show. That used to be my podcast I'd listen to when I was driving out to see Logan. Just They're long as fuck, so it's perfect for like a 12-hour drive when you were in Phoenix. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so <coughs> everybody who... I feel like most of my listeners are on Spotify anyways. Um, even if you're not and you just have a Spotify and you choose to listen elsewhere... If you could do me a huge favor, all I want for Christmas is for you to rate the podcast if you listen. Um, Spotify Wrapped just happened, and I was, like, really shocked that I was showing up for people's top podcasts. I thought that was really cool. Thank you guys for sending those to me. It made my day, especially considering um, the fact that I wasn't even doing this for the full year. So... Um, I honestly can't remember when I started it because pregnancy brain. So. (coughs) Well, I feel like this has been a really (coughs) nice and healthy outlet for you since um, not being able to stand all the time and stuff. When it comes to like DJing and stuff, it's kind of (laughs) required. Yeah. So, yeah, um, not that this won't continue at the same pace or anything like that, but um, I think it's been really a nice uh, creative outlet for you to have. Yeah, I think so too. It's been, I don't know, it's something outside of music that I don't have to put so much pressure on myself with, which is really nice. So, but this, I don't know, the episodes can still be hard. Like this one, for some reason, I'm like antsy about recording a little bit, but um, 
I just think it would be cool to share like because we both are going through the same thing but it's such a different experience at the same time um so because we were not planning on having a child anytime soon that's for sure um but I kind of knew that I was pregnant I just didn't say anything until like the longer it went on, I was just like, no, like I, and I remember it was like two days before I got the pregnancy test. I was talking to Steph and I was just like, I really think that I'm pregnant and I'm not ready. Like, I don't think we're ready and I'm fucking scared. And she was like, you don't think you're ready? And I was like, no. And she was like, I think you and Logan would make amazing parents I think you guys would be able to raise such a beautiful little bean like was so supportive and so uplifting and I was just I needed to hear that because and two days later and I didn't even I don't even know if I've said this on here but like most of the time like you have to wait two minutes and like that waiting is like awful no I peed on the stick wiped I'm getting off the toilet and I look down and there's two lines and I was just like wow so I'm super pregnant like there was not even like a question it was like yep um so then I just kind of walked out and I just showed it to Logan and at first he thought it was (laughs) not pregnant and then it was and I was like no baby that's positive and he was just like oh You can be honest. What were your the thoughts in your head in that moment? <clears throat> well, as we just, um, which we've discussed in the past, but we just recently talked about, I think it was yesterday. Um, it's not the first time I've been told that. Yeah. And the first time I got told that, um, it was by someone that I, someone that I didn't want to be with, um, and I was like very upfront and honest about that to them. Yeah. And, uh, but also <coughs> honest and upfront that you'd be there. Yeah. Th- throughout the pregnancy and, and for the child, still for the child, just I just didn't, didn't want to be in a relationship her. with her. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, it, uh, um, I won't get into that whole story, but <laughs> didn't, didn't work out. Uh, um, like with that, <coughs> she didn't, she had a quote unquote miscarriage, <laughs> which um, was probably not, but we, we don't have to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so I don't know. I <clears throat> the way I've always viewed it is it takes two people to tango, and there's like even if <clears throat> even if you're quote unquote not ready for it, and I just say that because the first thing my mom told me when I was like I'm not ready, she's like, oh no one ever is. Yeah, and that made me feel a little bit better. <laughs> there's a lot of people that have said that. And yeah, it's, yeah, it's now going through it like yeah, yeah. that's probably pretty accurate except for (coughs) the only exception I can think of is people that have had a hard time conceiving and like actually plans like um another plug a mile higher podcast but the couple that runs that does that they're married and they were actually planning and it's sad because they recently had a miscarriage but um that's the only time where like I think you could mentally think you're ready is if you're in that stage where you're actively trying and it's just not happening and then those people are like the fuck I'm ready so but aside from that it's not 
I don't think anything could have prepared me for any of this. And I'm curious to see, like, how I'm going to feel about everything and talk about things, like, after she's here. Because, like, I feel like I went through a lot of different, like, stages throughout all of it. Like, at first, it was, like, we're going to have a baby. Like, (laughs) Yeah. Well, and, like, I would say my only preparation... Um, just when I, as I got older, my thing was just as an adult, um, if you're, you know, you're doing the deed, you have to know that there can be consequences and Mm -hmm. there's like, that's on you and the person, there's (laughs) no reason to get upset about it. That's super immature. Like (laughs) just suck it up and deal with it. Like, you know, yeah, just the way it is, you know, but yeah, no, (laughs) I definitely, um, yeah, I was I was definitely not ready when we first found out. Still not ready, but um, definitely way more excited. Yeah, as time has gone on, and like ready in that in that regard. Like, yeah, you know. Well, because <coughs> we kind of had to accept that, like, even though like realistically, the closer it's getting, like I know a lot of stuff is gonna change, but like we as people don't have to <coughs> stop doing what we love or like change. Like I don't know. Um, cause I think at first it was that fear of just like, oh my God, like everything, everything and still everything is going to change cause she is going to be the priority. But at the end of the day, like we both have a lot of things that we want to accomplish and things that we want to pursue, but we also have a lot of really awesome model, like role models that do that. Like Tim, like he has a daughter. I was, I was <laughs> going to say like that. I think that was definitely my biggest scare. When, when we first found out was like because and because you hear it from a lot of people like at growing yeah. up like oh well babies kill dreams like so you're gonna have to give up on everything you want to mm-hmm. do and that's bullshit it's not true and as you just said tim like is a fantastic example of that he's been doing this shit for fucking over 10 since years she, since <laughs> she was yeah since yeah. before she was born or shortly after yeah, so so he's been a dad the whole time killing it you know Played shows out of state, has freaking awesome freaking songs out, like, you know, so. Well, and even, like, bigger <laughs> artists, like, uh, Riot 10 uh, has a son. I just found that out, like, a couple months ago. Yeah, I didn't know that. Sullivan yeah. King's <laughs> getting ready to have a son. There's a lot of, there's a lot of them that have kiddos. Cookie Monster. Yeah, yep. yeah. Um, um, yeah. Well, and even, like, a, a lot of the locals out here, like, a lot of the female DJs out here, a lot of uh-huh. them have kiddos. On 11. Yeah. <clears throat> well, and that's, that's... <laughs> To circle back to even before we knew, we went to Singularity, and I was pregnant at the time, but I had no idea, Um, and I remember, because On Eleven played, and at the end of her set, she brings out her son, and I can hear the song in my head, but I can't remember what it was called, but I have it, and I've played it out before, and I just, like, sobbed. Like a like I just bawled my eyes out and I was like, Why am I why am I crying about this? And then like I found out I was pregnant. I was like, mm, that's a weird correlation. And also, um Haley at one point she had went to go get food or something, and then she comes back and she goes, I just met the cutest girl and she had the most beautiful name. Guess what it was? And I was like, What? And she was like, Ophelia. And I was like, Ooh. Like, and I'm a huge Seven Lion fan, Lions fan, and um, 
So I've heard the name Ophelia before, but I looked at her. I was like, I want to use that for my kid. Like she was like, if you don't, I will. And now Miss Fea Ophelia Rain, we went extra as fuck (laughs) and I love it. I don't even care. (laughs) Yeah, because there's lots of ways that it can be used. I mean, Mm -hmm. she has multiple names. Why not? Like I have, I have nicknames like from like family members and stuff like, yeah. Like a lot of people have multiple names, whether it's their birth names, Mm -hmm. extra stuff or nicknames and and such. Yeah, (coughs) absolutely. So, um, I don't know when I, cause after we did the test, I was like, I'm going to go to my parents' house because you were on games with Aaron, your best friend. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to let him talk to Aaron and I'm going to go, I guess, talk to my parents. Like I didn't, I was too freaked out to like go like plan some cute like announcement. I, I don't, I don't know if I had told Aaron that same day. I don't think I told. Oh my God. I, I don't remember to be fair, but I, I feel like I didn't tell anyone for at least uh, like a couple of weeks or so. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I think. I don't know. I don't remember. That's crazy that you don't remember. (laughs) What the hell? It's probably because you were in shock. Yeah. Honestly, because I think I genuinely think you took it harder than I did at first. But I also had weeks of being like, I think I'm pregnant. Well, (coughs) like when um, when I found out my grandpa died, I was on games with Aaron and Tim and I didn't tell them for like an hour. And yeah. I feel like it's because I was in shock, and then I mm-hmm. remember because like I just randomly started freaking out—not freaking out, but like crying. yeah. And then they're like, "What's up, dude?" And I told them, they're like, "Oh, <laughs> like yeah. yeah, I'm gonna like hop off for a little bit." <laughs> yeah, I think sometimes it takes you like a sec to fully process, but I'm that way too. Sometimes I think the only reason why I wasn't like that with this is because I had been preparing because I just knew like. I don't know. And I know not every f- woman is like that, but I definitely was like that where I was like, mm, something, there's a disturbance in the force. There's something <laughs> fucking going on here that's different. Um, and I don't know. I didn't get like morning sickness to the point to where I couldn't like, like keep food down. I did throw up sometimes, but it was always like bile. It was never anything crazy. Yeah, I feel like it wasn't nearly as bad as like Hollywood portrays it. Or and no. I know some women have had obviously like ba- like bad experiences specifically with with morning sickness, obviously. But yeah. but like movies always portray it as that like you're, you're just, just constantly, constantly and it's <laughs> but it's always in the morning and it's always because of the smell of something and mine wasn't like that. Uh-uh. Mine was like I just didn't feel good. Like, I don't know how to put it aside from I didn't feel good. And I would throw up bile, like, occasionally. And that was it. But it lasted through a whole day. Like, it wasn't just, like, morning. Well, and I know that, like, um, every woman's experience is different from everything. Like, cravings to smells that, like, set you off. Like Yeah. Like, I know there's been a couple times where... Um, cooking meat has bothered you, but it, it hasn't yeah. been like a, a constant thing. Like I know a couple women when they're when they were pregnant, 
that they couldn't be around cooking meat for like a whole like three or four months. There's definitely been <coughs> moments where, yeah, and I've been like, I can't eat that. Like, <laughs> I love bacon. Like, how much bacon did we used to go through? Oh, God. Like, so fucking much. And like, we bought bacon just recently for the first time in probably like two months. At least, yeah. Since we went to Washington. <laughs> like, so... Yeah, random things like that for sure. Do you remember any of my cravings? Um, because there, I feel like there was never like one specific nothing super thing. weird. No, I wasn't Horn like dogs. I need clay. Corn dogs was for like for like two weeks. Yep, um, that's the thing. They went in like two week increments, yeah, and then it, it would switch up. But it really hasn't been too much of a thing. It's mostly been sweet stuff. Yeah, especially at the end. Um, a lot of it, which is probably bad, but. Yeah. I wouldn't say that like yogurt has been a craving, but ever since we've been buying yogurt, you've been devouring it, which is a yeah, good thing. yeah. Um, well, and so. I, I feel like I've just kind of tried to listen to my body with the random cravings. I think that's one of the best pieces of advice I got was like, if you start craving something specific, just give it to yourself. If you can, just do it because sometimes there's a reason for it. I would say that's mostly what it's been. It's been super random, like, and it's ever. It's always been different every time, and it's usually yeah. when we're like out or leaving somewhere, and you're like, you'll just like look at me and be like, "I want this for dinner," and I'm like, <laughs> "Okay, oh, whatever." Word. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's it's. Or like a couple times we've gone shopping and we're getting mm-hmm. something super specific. Yeah, there was a little bit where it was salads. It didn't last long, but Uh there was a strong (laughs) craving for it for like a week, maybe two. And then I've gotten, I don't know if the mic picked that up, but that was crazy. Did you hear that? Yeah, what was that? That was fucking (laughs) Zoe. Um, (laughs) My parents' dog is laying by the fire out here while we're recording. And that was a, she's a half English, half French bulldog. So you can imagine she snores. (laughs) But she's been so quiet. That scared me. Um, yeah, I definitely haven't stuck to just one thing. It's And I feel like it bounces back and forth between, like, healthy things and then non-healthy things, which is good. Um, but I feel like I was pretty standard with, like, when they say morning sickness ends, they say, like, by the second trimester, that's when it, like, stops. And literally the week before my second trimester, I stopped getting sick. My second trimester and most of my third has been great. I don't think I started getting, like, really uncomfortable until, like, 30 weeks. Like, November. Like, November. Mm-hmm. like after Get Freaky, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would say that, too. Um, the hormones are a fucking bitch. They're, they're hard. And it's... Um, I don't know because you you don't even like I am the only person in the world that will ever understand except for other moms like how hard it was for so long because it would only come out when you were gone. (laughs) This is why I was not excited for this episode because it just makes you feel so alone even when you're not, like, it's like depression, but amplified, and your whole body is changing, and you don't have a say in any of it, and it's weird, because, like, 
even before I started getting really big, like I was really like, it was like my mind was telling me now because you're a mom, you have to be a completely different way. Like you can't be sensual. You can't be sexual. All those rave outfits you used to wear, like you can't do any of that anymore because you're going to be a mom now. Um, and I don't know. I've, when I was younger, I was like, the one thing I wanted more than anything was to be a mom. And like the older I got, the more things kind of changed to where I was like, no, like I have things I want to accomplish. Like I don't want to be just a mom. And that's been my thing for like the past three years. Like I want to pursue what I love before having kids and um it's it's just a sad feeling because even though I'm so excited to be her mom and to have her here like I feel like a horrible person for being like I don't want to be just a mom though like I want other things too um and I think it's important for other women to hear that because it doesn't have to be that way like your brain tells you that and society tells you that society is the big one that's why your brain like the the brain tells it's like all of it that's like the main reason why yeah (laughs) because fucking 1940s 50s culture all that shit tells you know a woman needs to stay at home and and just take care of the kids (laughs) and cook and clean and you know luckily you okay (laughs) i'm joking on water oh probably I'll cut the rest of this out. I'm sorry. Oh, continue. Yeah, I literally choked I on water. Dr- <laughs> didn't even see. It's not very Pisces like of me, but it's fine. <laughs> continue. Um, I, I fucked up the. Train no, you're good. Um, but uh, <laughs> but that's like that's why. And like, luckily, the last you know, however, like twenty ish years, like that stigma has been luckily be, being broken, but not at a very good rate. You know what I mean? Like, and I, I, yeah. it, like you said, it's very important that, that women know that because that's like, that's something with about like with having a daughter, which I'm mm-hmm. as, as you've talked about, like, I'm very happy we had a daughter. I just, mm-hmm. I feel like I would be just a better father to a, a female. Yeah. Um, just because of, <clears throat> I don't know. There's just lots of reasons. Like, I don't know. I don't, don't want to go into it because it'd be a lot to dissect. It's, he's like, that <laughs> it's a lot to dissect. That's a whole other but podcast. That's, that's something for sure that, you know, I want her to know early on mm-hmm. that, <clears throat> you know, just because when, when the time comes when you have a child or want to have a child doesn't mean you have to stop doing what you're doing yeah. or give up. You just have to make time for both. Yeah. Absolutely. And just be okay with knowing that the child's always going to come before that other priority, but there's nothing wrong with that. And it That's doesn't also mean, important to me, yeah. I feel like kids <laughs> add to things like, um, I don't know. I've just always, are you good? I'm just congested. <laughs> That's all. Do I need to pause so you can blow your no, nose? I'm okay. No, I'll, I'm cutting this out just so you know, if I start talking <laughs> to you like this, it's getting cut out. That's why. Okay. Um, fuck. And what were we talking about? God damn it. God damn it. No, no, we were doing so good. Hold on. I have it. It's like right there. Um, God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, <clears throat> I found it. But my favorite thing, and this is like a weird intersection when we're talking about like parenthood, but like <laughs> one of my favorite things about psychedelics was that childlike awe that it brought back into my life. And it like really changed my life and changed my perspective. And, um, and having friends with kids, like specifically like, um, Alicia, her son, Elliot, like he <laughs> just cracks me up and he's so much fun to be around. And just all the other kids in my life, like my friend, Michelle, her daughters, like I don't know. I've always loved kids, though. And I know that you haven't always, like, loved kids. Like, you love the kids in your life and, like, your your friend's kids. But, like, I also, like, other people's kids, when I go out in public, sometimes I'm like, holy fuck. This is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I also, like, I'm selective in how much I like kids. For me, it's it, it's it's that, but it's more so specifically little boys. Uh, it's, it's another reason, like, I'll be super honest about this. Like, um, just, <coughs> He did not want a boy. No, I, um, they just, <laughs> from my personal experience, because um, I'm almost 27 years old, so I got a little, a little bit um, just with time, like, mm-hmm. with different... Kids and just little boys frustrate me so easily, (laughs) and I, um, I'm already worried as a parent about which it'll happen. It happens with every parent, even if you're the best parent and most calm parent in the world. There's gonna be times you're tired or whatever where you snap and don't mean to, and I'm gonna feel like the biggest piece of shit in the world (laughs) the first time that happens, regardless. Yeah. Um, And I don't know. I just I have a lot softer of a spot. For little girls, like when a little girl, and I don't mean to sound like like a, um, I don't know if it'd be if misogynistic would be the right term, but yeah. when a little girl cries, my first instinct is like, "What can I do to help you stop? Like, what can I do to help you stop crying?" With a little boy, boy it's like, it's stop like crying. stop crying. You gotta, you know, like take a deep breath. Like, that speaks to a lot of societal shit too. Though. It does though, and that's where that really comes from. That yeah. also comes from my father because that's how my father was with me. Like, yeah. and. Which is weird because he was like more so like that with me when I was younger, but as I got older, he more so focused on me like being more empathetic and, and being more empathetic yeah. towards me, which is weird to me because it feels yeah, like it'd be re- 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 like reversed. reversed. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's because like even with having a daughter, that's one of the first things that I, I feel like it needs to be focused on really heavily is like not only empathy for mm-hmm. others but for yourself. Yeah, and like you know, like stuff like that that goes with like consent and stuff like that. So yeah, absolutely. (coughs) Yeah. Well, and I'm excited. I don't know. I've just always pictured myself with a girl, Um, but I don't know. I also I've been reading about some stuff about how people, and it's funny because it actually got brought up in the show I was watching, Jane the Virgin. I know it's an old show, but like I s- decided to start binging it. And there's this part where one of this one of the actors he turns into a stay at home dad after being a telenovela star, um, turns into a stay at home dad, and then goes on this talk show to talk about postpartum depression. And he got shamed by all these women, like men can't have postpartum, you have no idea. And, like, this show is, like, a little bit older, but not by much, like, at all. It's, like, Teen Wolf era of MTV. Like a decade-ish ago. Yeah. By the looks of it. 
And like now, like I've seen a lot of things about like postpartum depression for dads. And like if if the dad is involved, that being a thing. And I feel like I could see that being absolutely true because your life is changing just as much. Yeah, I've definitely never heard like uh, personally, like until right now, I've never yeah. heard of, of men. I didn't think it about like it. A, I didn't. Yeah, <laughs> but it does. It does make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but Mike. It just, does it, I don't know, would you think it would be just a, as two people haven't experienced it yet and <laughs> hopefully don't? Yeah. I, um, I personally feel like i Do you I'm think it'd be different it, depending on gender, like how you experience it? And feel I like think it. absolutely. Yeah, I think yeah. absolutely because the way it kind of <coughs> seemed to me and the way it would make sense to me after the small amount that I read about it is because – Specifically, if you're breastfeeding, like with feedings <gasps> for the first little bit, only mom can handle that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exa- only mom can do that, and there's only so much for dad to be able to do to feel like he's helping. And a lot of times, mom is like, "I don't know what I need from you. I just need you to do something." <laughs> and so it kind of can cause this. It's kind of like how we talked about the ab- abandonment shame wound. It's kind of similar to that cycle that we talked about in the Divine Masculine and Feminine episode. Um, because you guys are both going through this big change and you're both needing support in different areas and don't know how, if you don't know how to communicate it or give that to your partner, it can cause a lot of friction. And on top of the fact, if you're not sleeping a lot, that causes stuff in and of itself of being sleep deprived. Um, and especially like if you have a colicky baby and things like that, which I hope she's not that way. Everything so far says she's super healthy. So good to go. Yeah. But you can be a healthy baby and still be colicky. It just means you cry a lot. And like, is that, is that literally all it means? Okay. See, I've never, I've never asked or looked into. Yeah. That would make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Because just the way it sounds, sounds it makes like it's it sound like worse. it's like this <laughs> like disease or something. But yeah, it's really just like that's all that means. Okay. Really, really fussy. It could be because of like gas or like acid reflux type stuff. So I, I was probably a colicky baby because I, I feel like your mom told me you were. Oh yeah, no, according yeah. Well, and I remember because like there was a time. No, I don't think that was for gas stuff. Never mind. But I, I had gas problems as as an infant and as a toddler. I'm pretty sure. And as an adult, too. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> just to be fair, like, uh, yeah, it's, I it's, have stomach issues but so bad. I, I, apparently, it was, like, a bad issue when I was a lot younger. Yeah, see, <clears throat> and it's just, I don't know. It's, we- like, we're going to have to take care of a whole-ass human and help shape well. everything about her. And, like, that's, those are, like, the phases I was talking about. Because at first, it was, like, okay, like, we're going to have a baby. I've accepted this, like can kind of get excited about that and like, oh, we're having a baby. It's like having a, bringing home a puppy. And then you sit there and you're like, a baby is like a baby for like a blink of it, this person's yeah, entire I'm, life. <laughs> I'm more, wor- not worried. That's not the right word, but I'm more, it's the molding. It's the long term. Like, yeah. Because yeah. I have it, like, even though I haven't had a, a child yet, I'm the oldest of Four, I don't think. Yeah. For a second, sorry. I've had to be a <laughs> oh, four, and I've like, I, so I've witnessed all of their 
growth mm-hmm. from infant to where they're and at. I'm now. the oldest too. Yeah, and my the closest one to me, Donovan, he's 22. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, almost 20. Yeah, 22, almost 23. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, <laughs> not, not important. Anyways, um, but uh, so I've I've helped. I've been there. Like so, I know what to expect when it comes to all of that. And on top of that, like, um, like you just said, it like they're gonna be like two or three, like that. Yep. <laughs> so. Yep. Yep. And so that whole part of it. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to say they. Sorry, I that just I didn't mean to cut you off right there. But sorry, I keep saying they, and I'm like, it's no, because it's we because we didn't have it. a name for her f- <laughs> yeah. up until very recently, and so even knowing her gender, it was hard to always say she because I said they a few times too and I was like we're having a girl she's a girl I just don't know her name it's <laughs> just like one of those forehead slap moments that's why I was like <laughs> no I have to address this that's not okay my anxiety is <laughs> making me have to say something I have to say something um but yeah and that's also made me more excited because I'm excited to see just who she's going to turn into, I guess. Like, I'm really curious to see how she's going to act as a baby. Because I I know more of her than you do, because I've actually been the one carrying her. So, and I've heard a lot of people say, like, <clears throat> for women, they start becoming moms the second they find out they're pregnant. And for the men, they don't really officially feel like a dad until the baby's physically here. And I could see a lot of truth in that, too. And I could see it making things a little bit harder to, like, accept and, like, bond beforehand. But I don't know. It's been really cool watching you, like, at first be so nervous and freaked out about it to turning into where you're at now. Like, you definitely are more excited. And, like, the first time you came and just randomly kissed my belly, like, things like that. Like, it's been really awesome. And just, like, it's made me fall in love with you all over again in such a different way. I'm so excited to watch you be her dad. And now I'm crying. <laughs> but I just, I know she's going to love you. And I know that you've been nervous about it. Do you want to talk about why you were nervous about? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I was going to say, that, like, a big big contributing factor for sure um, to being, like, not ready and... Uh, nervous is I'm just worried about I'm not even so much worried about her possibly being born with bipolar as my bipolar affecting her in a negative way yeah um not that I don't have like a grip on it because I definitely you've gotten do compared to and not to like you know point finger compared like to other people with mental illness like I just want to be clear on that but uh I definitely have a, a lot better grip than some people I know or just stories I've heard and, and read and, you know. Well, and even a better um, grip than you had just yeah, on yeah. yourself like a year ago. Yeah, yeah, it, for sure, and at times and stuff. But I just, um, uh, I don't know. I just, I don't ever want, if I cannot put her through half the shit that my dad put me through yeah. and stuff, like that's that's. And if, I don't think you more. will for for that reason, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. for that reason, like I, I don't know, even just like we got to babysit for one of our friends and even just seeing you with that little girl, that's not even 
your daughter that's not, nobody you're related to. Like, I just think we're both going to raise such a strong, like, independent, very open-minded little being. And the way that I plan on kind of addressing that, because things are going to happen, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, but that... That's the thing, like you're, because I call them episodes just because I don't really know what else to call them because it's not his state of being 24-7 at all. Um, And it really can vary depending on whether you're manic or in the depressed side of things. Um, Well, and as I've gotten older, um, I'm like tired. Yeah, It seems to affect it quite Uh, a bit. See, and that's why I want (coughs) to make sure like it's really good that we'll be able to get some time off. And things yeah. like that, because oh, adjusting, sorry. like, that's going to be important for both of us. Um, but we're just going to let her know that dad has extra big feelings and just teach her about it and let her know and always let her know that it doesn't have anything to do with her and it's not her fault. Because I think that's the biggest thing. Kids are smart. They can they can grasp things. Absolutely, yeah. So I just, I feel like in that aspect of, you know, and especially talking to her afterwards, like, and I know that you'll be awesome with that. Well, and <clears throat> when it comes to, the, like, the possibility of it um, being passed on, um, I, I, and I, and who knows, maybe, maybe there's no reason, because I don't know, I've, I have not actually looked into whether or not it, um, it matters whether or not it's the male or female that has it, if that has anything to do with it. Yeah, and I haven't really um, asked the doctors too much about it because I guess it does, <coughs> I guess it should matter to me, but it doesn't because I'm yeah. like, I'm not going to worry about it because well, we'll know. Yeah, well, and that's the thing is I, w- I was a lot more worried about that when we first found out, but <coughs> as we've talked about, like, if that, let's just say that did happen, like, I'm already prepared to mm-hmm. help her with it. Yeah, she'll have support so that a lot of kids don't have as much, especially yeah. from somebody that genuinely understands. Yeah, because, and not to toot my own horn, but I'm pretty self-aware. Like, I have yeah. my moments where something happens and it takes me a minute to be like, oh, you're yeah. making a scene or mm-hmm. you're being ridiculous or whatever. Um, but most of the time I'm pretty aware and I'll, I'll try to do something to, <coughs> you know, if I'm feeling a certain way to, to nip it in the bud. Well, and you've um, gotten a lot, like, I don't know. I feel like you've gotten better with certain cues with things of, like, knowing when to, like, just, I don't know. Because I feel like before, especially when we were in the apartment, like, being in a house has <laughs> done wonders for both of our mental states. I know this is supposed to be an episode about, like, parenthood, but can we just talk about <laughs> that for just a brief second? Just well, because yeah. we've talked, like, you know. Well, mental health plays a role in how yeah, you parent. Like, living in apartment buildings, like, stacked human beings on top of one another, sharing oh, sharing walls and stuff, it is not healthy. And, like, it, I'm, like, if you've ever lived in an apartment for long periods of time, and you, even if you don't have any sort of mental illness, it's you probably feel yeah. the same way to some yeah. degree <laughs> because it's just, it's a tiny space. Mm-hmm. Especially uh, specifically <coughs> ours because yeah. there was so many. It was a one bedroom. Yeah, one bedroom, one bath. It was teeny tiny. Yeah, it, it was like spacious for a one bedroom, but we're still talking about a one bedroom. For so two people and, for, and eventually <laughs> two aunt, 
Well, four, four animals, animals, but two dogs and two, two cats. Just yeah. not. We started off with one cat and one, and one dog. dog. Yeah. So that, anyways, but but yeah, and you just especially if you live on a bottom floor, you just have people stomp around all the time. You hear people fighting, like we're talking about an apartment complex, like yeah. <laughs> cops around all the time. It's just, and then so you go from that for almost two years to a three bedroom house with a garage, like backyard. Ba- ba- what quarter uh, don't we have quarter a quarter of acre? An acre yeah. yeah front yard rose bushes tree in the front yard yeah. like yeah like it it's like for me personally it's been like having just a big metal weight lifted off my chest yeah. and and my back yeah and my head like Absolutely. It, like uh, you know um we're not ha- surrounded by so many different energies no we're not next time. to the freeway anymore no. we don't have people on top of us and on each wall of us like mm-hmm. there's space like Shit, our one neighbor on uh, well, if we had, like the house was this way on this side, we have that whole gap. Yeah, we're we're not even. Well, right and up and then there's them. another fence, and yep. then our other neighbors are pretty quiet, super friendly. <laughs> Just a regular <laughs> like, family. They all have, the neighbors like, across the street kiddos. from us, super friendly. Well, like, and gave us Christmas presents and shit. Like <laughs> I know Logan's going through a little bit of a culture shock out here for the holidays. Um, yeah. And this is the neighborhood that I grew up in. Like, my parents live, like, a three-minute walk around the corner, which, like, this house was meant for us. Like, everything. And that's the crazy thing, too, is because I remember Shelby giving me a reading in 2020 about how something huge was going to come into my life, and I was not going to be expecting it at all. It was going to be a massive change, but it was going to be the start of amazing blessings and so much abundance and so much happiness. And then I find out I'm pregnant. And even though we were both so terrified and not ready, like the things that have happened and continue to happen since we've gotten pregnant, like there's no other way to explain it other than it's just been an outpour of like, we've still gone through some shit. Like it hasn't been like the amount of support we've had, like, I don't know a lot of people who first, second, or third time babies have had this much no. support. And it's kind of, everything just kind of happened. <laughs> Every Everything um, about the universe and the people around us and the world is in full of support yeah, of this life. Like, not going to lie, there's some people that if they saw our nursery, especially after your dad oh, did what he did to it, they'd be it's jelly. It's so cute. Her <laughs> room is the nicest room <laughs> in our house. I will pro- I'll probably post pictures just because, yeah, it's beautiful. Bougie. It, th- yeah. No, that room is bougie. It, <laughs> is, it is a bougie little nursery, and it's everything I would have wanted for her, but yeah, I didn't she is think. set the fuck up. And it's crazy because most of it, it's coming from my parents, from your parents, from everybody that came out to the baby shower. Yeah, like, I, my dad was tripping out the whole yeah. night after he was <laughs> like, it was, a, it was hilarious. We, the amount of gifts that were stuck. Like, That's I, how I felt, though, too. I, it was <laughs> insane. Like, well, I was okay. kind of overwhelmed, like, opening them because I was like, and there's another one. And, and like, I'm not saying this to, like, we are very, very, No, very it was blessed. like, what the fuck? It, <laughs> like, it, it was insanity. Like, we probably. Like this is a whole, like, seven hour, not the, the presence, but this is like a whole seven hour ordeal. I've never been a to. A, and thing. I've been to a couple baby showers, which is probably well, we weird made as a male, it, but. I think the proper term is co-op because I was like, I don't want it to be just women. I think that's stupid. It's yeah, his, yeah. he's involved. This well, is my partner. That's how Tom and Rose were too. Yeah, like so. I want everybody who wants to be there to be there. And um, it was 
I'll I'll post the baby shower too because my Instagram finally updated to where I can post that cute video that Jade made. Um, oh word, that yeah. video is awesome. Yeah, so um, we had a little nightmare before Christmas themed um, baby shower in my dad's shop, and it was so fucking cute. It was awesome. Um, Which I'm a horrible person because I don't remember names, but shout out to your friends that did the the balloons and the yes, the, the the cake and the cookies. Yes, those pretzel cookies were Mia. bomb. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, she I and I can't remember <coughs> her friend that did the balloon stuff, but Nia did the cake and all of the desserts, and they were so cute. Oh yeah, they turned out so good. Oh, um, yeah. and just yeah, all of it was. A whole ass vibe. And I'm stoked that, like, we have so many pictures and videos that one day we can show her. Like, she's going to see all of this and be like, wow. Like, because she's, I don't know, she's been so loved even, like, from basically the second that we found out about her. And I feel very lucky in that regard because there's a lot of people that when they have kids, it's not that way. It's not this happy thing. It's not this thing that's celebrated. It's so... I am thankful because, I mean, I have had a miscarriage, um, but if I wouldn't have miscarried that baby, <clears throat> I would have had such a completely day and night type of experience. It probably would have been pretty awful to be just speaking candidly and honestly. So I genuinely feel like this, because she's my rainbow baby, like, and I genuinely feel like this is the same soul that was supposed to be with me but knew because what did Shelby tell you in that reading uh, um talking about when she was with, talking about Faya with Faya um so I got a really good tarot reading <coughs> from Shelby um who you all should know and love yeah, by yeah. now um <laughs> and um my stepmom who is deceased showed up um and was was speaking to shelby and was saying that oh i'm trying to remember exactly what she said um apparently she was sitting with Faya, yeah and um was saying that like she chose both of us like, spe- like specifically, specifically like um uh and that she's gonna like just she's gonna do something do stuff like and basically she was like really yeah. important yeah so which i'm sure everybody <coughs> feels that way about their kid as you Absol- should as but you like, should but like at the same time i'm just like there's so much about all the entire pregnancy and the experience <coughs> just all of it that is very i don't know she's gonna do some crazy stuff i think <laughs> i think so too i mean that's yeah i mean if i i feel like any 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 child that is raised correctly and by correctly i mean th- my idea of correctly is yeah allowed to be you know themselves to yeah. to um express themselves in whatever way they want to um no i mean obviously there has to be realistic boundaries. restrictions yeah. and boundaries but <laughs> when i say no restrictions i mean like be open-minded mm-hmm. for what your child wants to do and no matter what age they are and stuff and just um, support them and, p- and push them to do what they want to do. Don't push things on them that they don't want to do. Don't try right. to mold their future as you see it. Like you can obviously, like for example, like I'm obviously going to try to teach her things and show her things. But if I notice that there's 
constant resistance something that not she's just keep, not interested yeah. in i'm not going to yeah. force it upon her like yeah. you know what i mean that's that's my idea of correct i feel like any child that's raised like that has the potential to do quite literally anything they want to yeah and they'll get a head like start genuinely. compared to <coughs> a lot of kids because i feel like that's the thing that a lot of kids go through and that's why like i'm really glad because my parents after a time finally just realized they're like you cannot <laughs> force shit on these kids so i'm just gonna let them be and yeah. we all have gone our own paths and explored our own interests and passions and that's the thing i don't have any expectations for her i no. don't i don't i i'm just more excited to see where it goes because she even though we are going to be guiding her she's the one who gets to choose so yeah. It'll be really interesting because she's going to be surrounded by so many different things and so oh, many yeah. different kinds of people. But she's never gonna be, she's never gonna be pressured into right into like for example, like you have like families where like my dad's family. They my dad my grandpa um, is a lineman, and so mm -hmm. all of his kids. You know where I'm going with this, yeah. yeah so yeah. like, oh, I gotta make so-and-so proud or, or like you see take it a lot on with the family army business or, and stuff. that stuff too like there's never gonna she's never gonna have to worry about that no she's never gonna have to worry about trying to make us proud and stuff like as yeah. long as you're as long as you're not a murderer or freaking anything like that like up shit, i'm proud good. of you yeah. <laughs> like. absolutely absolutely and i just I want, and I caught myself doing it with Elliot last night because <laughs> he um, wanted to, I can't remember what he wanted to do, but I think he wanted to see the, go through the door that goes into our garage into the back. And oh, I was like, no, we can't go out there. And he was like, why? And I was like, because I said so. And it was because I was bouncing on my ball and I wasn't, wasn't feeling too great, was waiting to get these cookies out and everything, and I just, it was so instant of, because I said so, because I am the adult and you're the child, and because I said so, and I was like, I looked at Alicia, I was like, I'm sorry, that's the exact opposite of what I'm trying to do, I'm trying to explain, like, I want to explain to her, when, if I say no about something, I want to explain, because I feel like as a kid, that's all I wanted, was to understand, like, especially because to me, if it doesn't make sense why you're saying no, I just want to know why. Yeah, because we as human beings are naturally um, questionable, like, we're very curious, mm -hmm. and we question yep. everything, it's, it's natural to be yep. that way, and I feel like often kids will act out, or do what you told them not to do, if, as you said, you don't explain to them why it's the same way as like, um, I have, <laughs> I've always had a problem with taking stuff like a little too literally. Yes. So I remember <laughs> when I was like four or five, the way I learned about, um, hot stuff. Oh yeah. Um, we had a wood stove or, uh, 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 let me take a step back. My father, uh, where he was living at the time, I think it was in pine, mm -hmm. had a wood stove and we're sitting by the stove, like warming our, or standing by the stove, warming our hands. And he asked me like, what did he, he said like feels hot right like something's that effect and it, for some reason like my brain was like you know feel the hot like and just put my hand on the stove oh my god he's he's like, like, I didn't mean to literally me, like, didn't explain it. to me don't touch this this is hot yet just was like can you feel the heat and i was like feel the heat <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we'll have to obviously watch out for that in case she is like you in that aspect because oh my god 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna touch it. <laughs> That's so funny. I bet you never touched another, oh, another no. stove again oh, or anything no. that you was like that's hot and not gonna touch it that's so funny uh yeah i don't know i'm i'm excited um definitely really really anxious for the actual like giving birth part of it um i mean i feel like that's natural (laughs) yeah yeah i have i've never never gone through a surgery except my wisdom teeth coming out i've never broken a bone like the most painful thing i've ever been through was my miscarriage and aside from that i haven't really been through a lot of physical pain um so i just have nothing to compare it to and there's no like gauging and everybody's different um but there's a lot of things with pregnancy that i thought was like not a thing like not real or that i had no idea about until i experienced it like pregnancy brain is it is a thing and it doesn't affect just the mom if the dad is involved and around you've you've had it too (laughs) like there's been times well there's been times where he's looking for something and then I go to come out and he's like oh just kidding I found it right here I'm like yeah that's your your mom brain your pregnancy (laughs) brain because that's where I'm at and I yeah I have no memory shit I have a really hard time like I don't know there's a lot of the pregnancy that was like it felt kind of like just sitting in a fog and I think that's why it's been hard like the last little bit is because at least before I still could physically like get up and like distract myself with like cleaning mostly like I am have turned into a clean freak I am my mother um so now that I don't really have the mobility to sit and do stuff like that, it, it sucks because I just have to sit. Like, I can't tell you how many times I've looked at Logan and been like, I'm so fucking sick of TV. But that's all I have the energy for. I don't even have the energy to read, really. Um, what was the other thing I was going to talk about? Lightning crotch? Do you know what that is? No, but I saw you post about it the other day. <laughs> Yeah, it literally feels like electricity shooting out of your vagina. I thought her arm was going to pop out of my vagina the other day just chilling <laughs> on the couch. Oh, my God. Um, it is the weirdest fucking feeling. It happens towards oh the end of pregnancy Jesus. when they're sitting low and they're head down already because of all that pressure that's just sitting on your cervix. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. And my friend Haley did warn me about it, like, in the beginning. Oh, and I'm talking about it. Now it's going to start happening. You've been so good. She's been so good this whole time. Like right before I hit record. She's like, oh, you mean this? (laughs) (laughs) Right before I hit record, she moved funny and I had to like stop and do some heavy breathing. And I was like, I guess we'll see how this goes. Um, But yeah, that's a thing. Um, And... I don't know, especially lately, like, feeling like my bones are just going to shatter down there. It is the worst feeling. But then there's some moms, like my friend Shaylee, that didn't experience that. They weren't, she wasn't super uncomfortable. Weird. Yeah, I don't, I wish you could share the physical pain with me. That would be cool. (laughs) Well, even, like, stretch marks, too. Was that, what, last week that I woke up in the middle of the night? I literally woke up in the middle of the night sobbing because my stomach was itching so bad it was on fire. And I literally watched these stretch marks above my belly button start to form. 
And I did the, make the mistake for a second because I was so upset and just like wanted it to stop. I kind of scratched for a sec and then I caught myself and literally got up and put a fucking belly mask on to make <laughs> it stop to get like just anything for it to calm down. And I come back into the bedroom and Logan looks down at my stomach. Looks like I'm fucking bleeding. And even you looked like you were going to cry for me. Yeah, that was bad. Because I was just... <sighs> it It's made me a lot more pro-choice. I will say that. Being pregnant. <laughs> if, I could, if I could do the stretch marks, I, I would just because I already have some. So <laughs> just, just mask over them. Well, and I had <laughs> some too because I... Like when I was hit a growth spurt when I was a teenager, I had some. But like... They've, I've had them for so long that they're so faded, you don't really notice them. And That's it makes you forget. Kind of shiny. <laughs> yeah, it makes you forget what new stretch marks look like. And at first, they're scary. They're horrifying, which to be fair, like with all the cream that I've done, like they actually look pretty good. Especially like the ones above my belly button for how horrible they looked. Like they started lightning really quick. So I recommend for any moms out there, um, there's this Dr. Teal's um, hemp oil. Highly recommend that. Used a lot of that. I used vitamin E oil, like uh, body wash throughout the entire pregnancy. And then there is a mask that you can do with coconut oil. And you can use rose oil in it too and vitamin E oil. But I personally just did coconut oil and... Um, some of the Dr. Till's oil and you put saran wrap on your belly and yeah. Word. yeah. I've been doing that pretty much every day. <coughs> so what else do we want to talk about? I don't know. I feel like I, this is why I needed to make a bullet, like a, <laughs> a list of things. Cause I feel like we've just jumped around to so many different things. Um, but I don't know. I feel like it all went by super fast until we hit 30 weeks, and now it feels like it's dragging so hard. I feel and like she's going to be here next week. That would be cool. I guess we'll find out if yeah. she gets here before the new year. Um, I I don't know. Because so I'm participating in this study for the University of Utah. It's a psychology study. Um, and basically they talk about they're studying how different types of stress can affect the baby in the womb and after, and they meet with us 24 hours after she's born, six weeks after that, and then I think we see them after she's closer to a year or something, and they just see how we interact and how she is as a human. Um, but they essentially, um, God, where was I going with that? There was something important. There was a point to that. Okay. So they have you go through just these different, like, random, like, exercises and stuff. And part of that is a phone interview. And um, one of the questions was kind of asking, like, has your mental state been stable throughout your pregnancy? And it's really weird how like up and down it has been like the entire time like there's been sections that I've been really good and my brain's chilling like especially like right after we moved into our house like and got settled like there's a really long period of time where that was good and then it kind of like it's so 
weird how up and down it is. And for a long time, I was doing really good. But once we've hit this last stretch, it's definitely gotten worse. And then I found out that there's like an influx of hormones towards the end. And I was like, oh, cool. That's great. I'm glad I'm not fucking crazy. Because like, I just, I, I can't stress that enough for moms or like, anybody who is pregnant right now or wants to be pregnant or one day will be pregnant. Like I can't tell you how many times my friends that are moms had to tell me like, this is normal. I know it's horrible, especially when you're in it, but it's normal like this. It's all of those hormones. It's a lot. And you don't really know what to do with yourself except for to just cry. (laughs) And that's really all you can do. Um, and, but it does get better and it doesn't, at least not for everybody, not for me, it doesn't stick. And I'm, I'm kind of preparing for the fact that I'm just going to have it because I already, excuse me, I already have and struggle with depression, but I am hoping that's not the case. And I mean, when we do the second episode a little bit after she's been born and kind of do a check-in, I guess we'll see, um, But I think between, like, the two of us and the support we have, I feel like we're going to be okay. Like, I feel like it's going to be a big change, but I feel like we're going to handle it a lot better than we think. Or, like, would have thought we would have handled it. I think so, too, at this point. (coughs) Um, Especially because, (coughs) like, like we were saying earlier, like, she's going to be two or three like that. Mm -hmm. You know, so... It's going to go by so quick. Yeah. And then we're going to be sad one day that she's not little. <laughs> yeah. I have a feeling she's going to be a, a pretty easy baby. Yeah, I feel like she's going to be a sweet baby. That could just be hopeful thinking, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I mean, because I've kind of talked about, like, where my head has gone throughout all of it. Like, what was it like for you to go through these past nine months? I mean, at at the beginning, I was freaking out, and then just kind of just started thinking about stuff, things that I need to change for myself, for myself and for her, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, but the last, I don't know, last four or five months, I've just, I don't know, I feel like I've just kind of been in a fog. Yeah, like and you don't seem that way to <coughs> me as much. <coughs> yeah, at I just, all. I just feel when it comes to like, like really serious like thoughts Mm -hmm. um and like emotional thoughts like i'm just kind of like neutral right now i don't know if that makes sense but i think it's still part of the fact that she's not here yet well it has and and i and yeah and and like specifically when it comes to the pregnancy and then just in general though too Mm -hmm. like it wasn't until just you know a couple days ago Mm -hmm. that any like i've (laughs) felt any real genuine like strong emotions towards anything yeah so well and that also comes with being bipolar (coughs) and being but what I think is awesome is I feel like before or like even when we were in the apartments it would have been a lot more apparent and it would have bled out more and I feel like for me I wouldn't have really I didn't really know that until just now because like I don't know You've just been very on top of it and very nurturing and very, I don't know. I'm just grateful to have somebody like you to go through this with because even just 
people that I know like had some horrible experiences while they were pregnant with the father of their children. And I like, you're so vulnerable when you're pregnant that I just couldn't imagine having to go through any type of mistreatment or anything like that while you're literally creating a life. Yeah, I, it's. I feel like screaming at a pregnant woman is up there with like screaming at a two year old or like someone that's like seventy or eighty. Like, what are you doing? Like you're <laughs> you an fuck asshole. yeah! <laughs> like, what the fuck? Because like we've we've had a couple like tiffs here and there while you've been pregnant, but like yeah, nothing crazy. No, like well, screaming lot of matches or anything like that, which we don't fight no, like that in general. Like we we but just. Yeah, no, I could never when imagine just screaming at you and throwing shit around and no. yeah, no, what that the fuck? Happen. That's not a good and environment. Funny, <laughs> like what the fuck? What's funny is the one time that it did happen, um, and we got into I like calling them tiffs. I feel like that is a really good description for what they are. <laughs> but <laughs> like, because we kind of just like take our time and separate and do our own thing, and it's funny because Logan will just like come into the living room and he literally looks like a dog with his <laughs> tail between his legs like that got in trouble that is like trying to say sorry and just kind of has that puppy dog face and he comes over and starts playing with my hair and rubbing <laughs> my back and do you need anything do you need me to refill your water are you hungry do you do you want anything and I'm just like <laughs> thank you no like it's so cute and just like I don't know it's like he'll run my bass for me if I like I remember there was this one day where he came out and was just like what you doing and I was having a really hard time mentally and I was just like I'm just kind of existing right now trying to get energy up to take a bath because I hurt and he was like well what if I start your bath for you and I was just like <gasps> I don't know why just like that <laughs> smallest thing like it really is the smallest things. Like, I highly doubt there's any men listening that are getting ready to have kids. But if there are, like, the smallest things make the biggest difference. Because you, like, you really can only do so much. Yeah, not being the one that's carrying the child. Like, there's so many times where, like, when, when you're having, like, cramps or something. It's just, like, I don't know what to do. Like, I don't think rubbing your back's really going to help right now. Like... But I'll I'll do it. Like yeah, you like know, I'll like do what there's I can. nothing I can really do. But like, what can I do? Like, it's yeah, usually there's nothing I can really. Yeah. Well, and <laughs> even like down to the stupid shit, like I can't scheduling the doctor's you. appointments. <laughs> you can't yeah. be the one to apply for Medicare for me or Medicaid for me. It one of those. I always mix them up. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you can't be the one to figure out my maternity leave for work. Like all of these stupid, small, dumb things he can't help me with and it's only on me to do it and so that was stuff that like well even just like going to um appointments it's like i even mm -hmm. if i because i'm usually at work i have to be at work usually. yeah but like even if i wanted to be there for all of them it's like i'm just gonna be sitting there in silence like it's, i don't exist for those like well, not to you but to the <laughs> well and it doesn't even stuff. it's always the same thing over and over so i didn't really care like you were at yeah. the big ultrasounds like you were at the appointments yeah, that mattered yeah, yeah, yeah. and the thing is i know if i was like i want you at every appointment with me you would yeah, have been I, yeah i would make the time absolutely but yeah. I, and my boss would, I yeah, just, would have been fine with it, so. 
it just got to like it was just the same thing so i was just like unless it's a big appointment i don't really care i don't mind just driving yeah down and there. i mean like, i see the paperwork and pictures when you come home mm-hmm. so well and i update you on everything like no. so I might be different than other women in that way because I'm sure there are some women that are like, no, and there might be some men that want to be it. I just, it didn't, they just do the same thing over and over. Ask if there's anything different. Listen to the heartbeat. That's it. That's it. That's it and yeah. once you've heard her heartbeat, you've you've heard, like, I don't know. Like, they, don't, don't, know. they don't need to take my blood. No, yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> or, or, it's all or blood about pressure me, or which urine (laughs) yeah no it's all stuff that i have to do um and maternity leaves a fucking joke let me just say that like the united states is one of the only countries i would also like to touch on this continue yeah (laughs) well yeah because even paternity leave like it's it's a joke like every other country besides ours like they give paid maternity leave and some some countries pay up to the the full first year some only do six months but could you imagine like six months of paid leave for the first six like because this they only stay this big for so long do you know how much shit i would get done if i had six months off literally (laughs) like not just with with her but in general just in general (laughs) like if we were able to just like enjoy being with our child so basically this is going to be a lot but i want to vent about it because it's fucking ridiculous so with maternity leave um I was under the impression um, that FMLA, which is family, like, medical leave of absence, um, leave, I was under the impression that it covered your leave, like, pay-wise. And so when I was talking to the HR lady about it with my work, she was like, you know, you don't qualify for FMLA until March. However, we can apply for the ADA, and you can get usually up to 12 weeks with that, depending on what your doctor says. And then once you hit your year mark in March, you can take six weeks or you could take up to the full year for bonding with baby. And I was just like, wow, like a whole year? Like, that's incredible. Like, okay, like that's great. Um, And then I asked more about it because I started being like, mm, they're going to pay me for a full year. Like I feel like that's probably not right. And it wasn't really explained to me in that way. And so then when I asked, I realized, and maybe this is common sense for everybody, but it wasn't for me. Um, that FMLA is just basically job security. It's just allowing you to take off extended periods of time and you still will keep your job. Um, and whether or not they're going to pay you for any of it has solely to do on what the company chooses to do. So What I have to do, I am off until the end of the year because I have to use my remaining PTO or else it's a use it or lose it. And then if she still hasn't come by the beginning of the year, I have to go back to work until she comes. And then from there, once she comes, I have to use all of my PTO that's renewed at the beginning of the year, which is about two and a half weeks. Um, I was approved for leave for eight weeks following her birth, but they won't cover anything else I can only use my PTO so I would only get paid for two and a half weeks thank god my grandma and my mom and Logan's family has been awesome and they're helping us so I'm actually able to take off five weeks now instead of two and a half after pushing out an eight pound or so baby from my vagina that like that sounds horrible so now we get five weeks um and then once March hits 
I get six weeks off of paid leave. So they do offer six weeks of paid leave, but not the full year. So it's just kind of a joke. And I wonder if, because Maverick, if you were a woman, would they provide maternity leave? Do you know? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, but because your dad, you don't get any. So it's not that I don't, yeah, yeah. So I don't get like paid anything, but like, um, yeah, no, like. Because you also have to use your PTO to take time off. Yeah, and like the way, it, the one way that they are working with me is like just when she's coming, I just make a phone call and then my they're just going to put in my PTO, which one thing luckily is with Maverick, your PTO. Uh, it's not it, a use it or lose it. Yeah, it, it rolls renews. over. It rolls yeah. over and you, and you get all of it. Yeah. Um, so just whenever she comes, it'll start. Right. Um, and then I'm going to take off because it'll be one to almost two weeks. I have accumulated. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so, so I'm taking off three to three and a half weeks total. Yeah. Um, but my issue, <laughs> the one reason I'm glad we brought this up is just, and I don't, I, I haven't looked at other countries, but the way this country handles the father side of it, um, yeah. I feel like it's <laughs> really important, especially um, not being the one that, carries the child for nine months yeah. to bond with your child absolutely. <laughs> well, and it makes a difference right the for be- them yeah absolutely and difference. something that like um that I, that I have looked into a little bit just because like what you were saying earlier about how once the baby's here is usually when the, ma- the male mm-hmm. bonds more Starts and stuff bonding, yeah. well it has to, it has to do with like chemical reactions mm-hmm. and stuff too it smell yep. touch smell and yep. touch being the two big ones yep um, absolutely and that's why newborn babies' heads smell a specific way. Mm, and I think that's super important, but not and not just like once they're born, but for the you know, first first for quite a little a bit. bit. Yeah, I think like in a in a perfect world, or maybe just not corporate America. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think men should get at least at least yeah. four to if six weeks in, off because like involved you know, father, absolutely. Yeah, because and also like y- like because you just expect the mom to just like just hey, take you just. The whole time, you don't like, get you know, help. like you, the mom gets leave off so she can figure yeah. it out and do her thing. But then dad goes back to work because he has to. Like. Yeah. And I, and I know that like us being on two different schedules can be annoying. But in this case, it's honestly going to work out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So because I'm usually up super late and mm-hmm. usually go to bed before I do. So, yeah, excuse me, excuse me um, oh, <laughs> when. Um, but yeah, so when, you know, you're, you're asleep and I'm still awake, there's no need for you to wake up it'll only be like that the first <laughs> little bit while she's getting used to breastfeeding because breast confusion's oh, a thing see that's the, and then that's after the, the that. part that my dumb ass that's you know not the one that has to breastfeed doesn't yeah doesn't think about because eventually I can't do that. <laughs> eventually <laughs> you'll be able to do night feedings and help me once i um once she's getting used to feeding and breastfeeding and then we can kind of do i can pump and save milk and Put yeah. it in bottles, but like, yeah, at first if it's she just be can't like me. sleep or something for some reason. Yeah, if it's like a, a diaper change or something like that, yeah. like, yeah, I, I don't know, and maybe it's gonna be a lot harder than I am thinking it is. But I also am trying. I don't want to go into it with a negative mindset because she's only gonna be that teeny tiny for so long. I just want to enjoy it. I don't think. I don't think it's that hard. 
and I don't, I'm not Watch us to, be eating our words in the next podcast, no, 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 but I don't no, think no, so. No, seriously, because the, the reason I say this is obviously it depends on the experience. Like, it depends on the experience and, yeah. and everything about the experience from who the parents are, what their backgrounds yep. are, yeah. where what they're at in their life. Like, have. I'm very thankful that w- we have this chapter starting when we're 26, almost mm-hmm. 27, not 18 or 20, and yeah. not throwing shade, just we're a lot more prepared mentally. Yeah. And financially, and then we then we, we would have, have a been. House now. We have yeah. a three bedroom house now. E- exactly, we have two cars. We have, like, yeah, you know what I mean. Um, yeah, um, I agree. The reason I say that is one of my favorite comedians actually has a joke about this, and I, I'm not gonna like quote the joke because I don't remember it. But <laughs> the the premise of it is basically saying like, it's not that hard. He's like, you just feed it and like show it love and give it attention. Make sure it drinks some water. And Just and get sleep and stuff like don't drop it. Don't like, drop it. Basically, like <laughs> it's not that hard. Like it's not rocket science to take care of a child. It's really not. I, I, I feel, feel like, like it gets harder when they become more aware and attuned, yeah, and yeah. they're walking when, and they're asking questions. When they when they're five and they can say fuck, that's when I feel like <laughs> it's gonna be worse. You know what I'm saying? When they when they realize that they have opposable thumbs that can cause damage, I feel like that's that's where it starts. Toddlers, toddlers. Is where yeah, it gets toddlers hard. is where but it like starts. But like the whole baby part of it, that's and that's like to be clear, that's what I mean. Is like the the first. We're year not saying or two, it's not hard. Yeah, ever. no, it's absolutely hard. It's one of the hardest jobs on earth. Like regardless of whether whether you're male or female. Yeah. But uh, specifically, ba- when they're babies, uh, yeah, it gets made out to be this big stressful hard thing, and it's. If you make it if that, if you make it that, and it, it's but it also depends. Be, and like it I depends said, on situational. how the baby, yeah, you know, like. Um, not to throw shade, but just to just to give an example, if you have like <laughs> a parent that's an alcoholic, one of them's on welfare, yeah, they yeah. live in a one bedroom trailer in a not good part of town, <laughs> like it's gonna be more stressful. It's gonna yeah, be harder. It's gonna be a lot harder. Yeah. So and and you know so well and even if we would have had to for whatever reason stay in an apartment like that, like that yeah. would have caused additional stress. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. Yeah. Affected it. But so we're not we're not alcoholics. We're no. not and like I said, I'm not not throwing shade. I'm just I'm just saying like there are different it's gonna be a lot yeah. easier not only for the child, but for the two of us because we're not adding extra things on top of it. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well and I feel like I just have a good mindset of like not wanting to like because I feel like a lot of parents are like, I can't wait until they do this. I can't wait until they do that. But it's like, you only get the innocent little baby part for so long and then it's gone forever and then they turn into a human and it gets to a point where eventually you can't shelter them and like keep them safe. And like, it's like, even <laughs> that's even another phase that I've gone through is like, oh fuck, like once she's out of here, like, she could get sick. Like, we could get in a car accident oh. with her in the car. Like, there's all these things that oh, could the happen. Oh, the what if game. I play th- I've been playing that shit when I'm trying yeah. to go to bed at night the last few months. <laughs> yeah, and I, it gets to a point where you have to be like, stop. Yep. Things are going to yep. happen. She is going to get sick at one point, but you're going to be able yep. to deal with it. Like, it's going to be okay, and there's no point in stressing about it. Well, and that's the thing, though, too, is it's like... um She's pretty set up genetically, yeah. I feel like, um, and not yeah. like tooting our own horn, but like there's no major diseases in my family. No. Um, there's no like major accounts of people with cancer. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know, like from your side, I've it seems to be pretty much the same. Yeah, um, I feel like we're pretty. You and me seem to have pretty good immune systems. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> it took us how, like, almost two years into the pandemic before we got COVID. <laughs> COVID yeah. Um, we, I, I don't get sick very often. No. And you get sick more than I do. And Just you don't even re- get sick recently, a lot. Like, I, I've had a, a head cold, which. But that's genuine been going around head cold. too. Yeah. Well, but those have been actually going around too. And yeah. you would come in contact with a lot more people than I do. I do. But I was fair. over it in like two days. Yeah. Like, it, Felt I don't know. fine. So. I. Um, yeah, I no, I, but I've always good. been that way, like, and I feel like it's gotten stronger, and I just say that because I used to get strep twice a year when I was a teenager. I almost had to get my, yeah, uh, and I haven't gotten strep now and got at yep. least seven or eight years. Same. So, I was that way, too. So that might yeah. be something we need to prepare for because we both had yeah. to deal with that. Mm-hmm. I Absol- mean, absolutely. Yeah. that's something. I mean, you never had braces, huh? Nope. nope. And I've I did, but they weren't too bad, teeth. but she probably, like... I don't know. I feel like she'll. And I know that I know that you have like you have to wear glasses and stuff. I am blind as a fucking bat. But between so the I two <laughs> of us, hopefully she gets at least like somewhere in the middle. Because I have really good vision. Yeah, I don't. Uh, so that's probably my strongest sense. I would say is yeah. my is my vision for sure. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just excited to see like what we learn because of her. Like oh, yeah. how our lives will change because of her. But I feel like it's gonna be in nothing but like positive ways. Like with the way our entire experience has gone and everything, I think she's going to be, I don't know. She's, she's going to be an interesting, shit. she's going to be an interesting human. I think I just think between so us and your parents, <laughs> well, even like your side <laughs> and of the my family, family yeah. and her, all of her aunts, aunts and uncles, uncles that she's, yeah. yeah. Like we, she has a lot of support and like, I really hope, I don't know. I really hope that we continue to have those same people in our life throughout her life because I feel like the people we have in our lives right now are like solid. Like our our tribe. We don't. Yeah, we don't yeah. necessarily need more. Doesn't mean we can't add more, but no. we don't necessarily need. Let more, it happen like, organically as as the cards yeah. may fall. You know, as as they say, like like yeah. just let it. You know, but that's kind of where I'm at. Just in my life, in I'm not really. I'm not really trying to go out of my way to like make friends with people unless I feel like there's. We already have a family you know, kind of built. Yeah. And, and, I, and like, you know, I have met some people up here, not like, because like Tim and Haley are like my number ones up here. Shout yeah. out Neon Trip Vertex. Woo. Love um, you guys. But, uh. Well, and they're going to be fighting over the baby. <laughs> They've already talked yeah, about it. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to be fighting. But, uh, like, um, Jack Mormon. He's cool. He seems like yeah. a really cool dude. Yeah. I definitely want to like. Love Chance. Yeah. Yeah. He's Shout out cool. Chance. Got to meet Shout you. out to short, Chance. Got yeah. to meet you finally Up in person. To, and yeah. Super cool guy. Super nice. Super friendly. Um, yeah. I, I'm like I said, I'm horrible with names earlier, but his girlfriend was very nice too. Yeah. Like um, I, you've definitely, and that's the thing too. I feel like you've gotten to, um, you're in a different place with how you feel about living yeah. out here Sage. Too. I love Sage. Yeah. Sage, Sage is, is awesome. awesome. Yeah. Which um, I just, this episode will be next I'm week. just very cautious at this point in my life from one, like, trauma from shitty people in my I past. I feel like and then just I just don't have a that. time like that's that's what I mean. Like if there's a genuine connection there and we're meant to be friends and like I- even just meant to be acquaintances, you know? Yeah. Um 
you know, it'll yeah. just it'll just happen. Like that's kind of my point. Like well, I'm not gonna, that's how I'm not trying to force it or nothing. Corbin know? and Precious too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like they're absolutely. really good. At, we met them at Singularity. See, and that's the thing. I, I we mm-hmm. we've made we've actually we've made, made this quite a this few. year. We've made some really cool connections. Yeah. Like I. Sorry, Corbin and Precious. I love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I adore them. They made it up to the baby shower too. Well, and, and even their roommates, Ivy and and uh, uh, it's not Bridger. Izzy. It's, or yeah. I- Izzy. Who did I? What did I just say? Well, because her boyfriend. I can't remember if that's his name. No. Uh, yeah, I'm blanking. Uh, yeah, like I said, I'm horrible <laughs> with names. Well, no one I, take it personally. I am this too. is how I am. <laughs> I am too. But I mean, I don't know. All of our friends in arizona like all of those guys we've got i don't know we just have they say it takes a village and we have a village pretty much so i feel like everything that we need to be if we set up to be successful we we ever ever genuinely wanted to get our shit together and start a commune we have all we have all the people if you guys are (laughs) trying to make a whole ass neighborhood let us know. That was kind of the plan before the baby. Like, <laughs> well, it still we can g- be. It, it still yeah. is. It's just going to take longer to move it out of state because my parents yeah. are so rooted here, <laughs> and your parents are going to be moving a little bit closer eventually too. I think so. Because so, they're going to be moving to Cedar at some point in the next few years. Your mom is planning. That yeah. That's the plan. That's we'll the plan. see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see if it happens. I think with the having this grandbaby, it might kind of make them want to do it sooner but even if they don't i mean we'll, we'll make it work likes families in cedar so that was i think <laughs> mostly the point so i mean yeah definitely have a lot of open-minded different unique individuals that she'll yeah, be this, surrounded this episode with has just been she'll one big be, plugathon yeah <laughs> it's just literally well because my dad and his artistry and his his welding and all of his stuff and you with all your outdoorsy stuff and just like your knowledge with things and us being able to like I think it's really cool that we're going to be able to raise her in like an eclectic witch household. I hate well, saying not paganism, even just that, but, but like, yeah, she's going to be so diverse as a person. Yeah. Or not. She might just surprise us and just stick to one whole ass thing. Who knows? Watch. She's like, <laughs> just in spite, I'm going to be opposite of everything you guys think, which is fine because that's yeah. kind of what they do sometimes. <laughs> yeah. And it's not, nece- it's not necessarily a bad thing to focus our energy on one thing like i wish i could do that sometimes yeah i know instead of having a million things different things but yeah i'm i'm excited to like teach her things and i feel like she she's going to be a lot more set up than unfortunately i feel like a lot of us were for life like we plan on being very open with her especially when it comes to the age like we've talked about when it's time like she's gonna start learning about sex and things like that like i I'm going to be so honest with her when that time comes and I've talked about it and we don't have too much time left, but I just want to like, literally, I'm just going to be like, look, if you think you are ever ready for that at, at any point, like, please just tell us, we'll go figure out birth control, things like that. However, I just want you to know, and I can call up all four or five of your aunt Haley's and they will back me up on this. <laughs> That sex is not going to be fun as a teenager. I promise you it won't even be worth it. It won't even be worth it because... It's not like the movies. No, it is. It's kind of fucking awkward. No, (laughs) and especially... And I don't want you to be with an older experienced guy, and that's the only way that it might be a little bit fun, but I'm sorry. I didn't start having fun with sex until I was an adult. Um, 
and quite a few partners in like, and I don't want to promote her going out and just like sleeping with a bunch of people, but also like, I feel like that's a very honest take that doesn't get talked about a lot. No, it's just like, (laughs) if you really want to put yourself through trying it for a guy who just really is not going to care about your needs and just wants to finish and leave, then that's fine. And we'll get you on birth control and we'll whatever, but you'll have a lot more fun if you just Yeah, like just for the male experience, just since we're talking about it, um, I, yeah, I feel like I probably wasn't good at sex or... Yeah. Had as much pl- like pleasure as like mm-hmm. what you're talking about until I was like in a relationship with someone mm-hmm. and it was like a yeah. steady thing. That's like when I learned like relationship. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and even, yeah. And that was like 18, 19. So. And I feel like with the way we're going to, cause I, for some reason, like always felt like I needed a boyfriend, even at a really, really young age. Um, and there could be a lot of reasons for that. Same on my end. Yeah. I, I don't, and maybe that's just a thing. I don't know. Maybe you guys write in and let me know if that's like just a thing. If everybody felt like, yeah, but like, I really want to try and let her know, like, cause Cade, what Cade did was exactly what I wanted for him. My younger brother, like, because I wasted so much of my young years worrying about boys and relationships and big grown up shit that I wasted a lot of my time being a kid and Cade did the exact opposite. He did his thing. He played sports. Like he dated here and there, but he wasn't in these long-term relationships all the time and constantly had to be with someone. It's kind of how I was. Like Mm -hmm. this is, yeah. Like I've only been in like a couple, like actual serious relationships. Well, and that was even like one of our really honest conversations that we had, like right after we moved into our house was, and it was such a reality check for me because I'd been getting like a lot of signs from my guides through like readings and just certain like synchronicities that were coming up was have patience. Like everything is okay. Just like you need to be patient and just relax a little bit. And I remember not too long after that was coming up a lot, we were talking and you were like, you know, you were <laughs> really only my second like serious relationship and we have a house together and we have this whole life we've built and now we're having a baby like it's just a lot like I just Mm -hmm. need you to be patient with me and it was such a like this is what my guides were trying to explain (laughs) to me this correlates because I mean because I think you and I both like very much dealt with our feelings about everything kind of on our own not that we had to, but that's just kind of how we can be sometimes. And I think we've gotten better. Yeah, that's definitely, that's very honest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just think that's an honest take of like how we can be sometimes, but it's not because we don't feel that we can be open with the other person. It's our own issues that make us like just deal with things on yeah. our own. I mean, everyone does stuff in their own way. Mm-hmm. And we're just very understanding of that. I feel Yeah. Like. So, and that's also, I think a very good thing with being a parent. Yeah. So um, before we get out of here, I'm glad mm-hmm. we, you touched on this. Uh, it's a good thing to end on because we've talked about it. I have expressed it multiple times. And yeah, no, um, one of the big things that I personally want to reinforce to her is that y- don't listen to what society tells you, mm-hmm. other people tell you, especially in this state. <laughs> especially in Utah. Um, you, you do not need a man to fulfill like what you want out of life. Mm-hmm. Like anything that you think a man can give you that you you think you require a man for, you can do on your own. Yeah, possibly absolutely. possibly better. Yeah, um, probably better. 
That yeah. is kind of stupid. You guys um, do need a little bit of training. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> like <laughs> that's part of the reason I'm wanting a daughter is because, mm-hmm. you know, then uh, this is another like society thing is like, you, I, I've heard multiple times, oh, daughters are, or, oh, you don't want a daughter. They're, they're going to be yeah. a, a handful. And it's like, they're only a handful like most of the time if you're a shitty dad. And I just say that from experience yeah. um, from, from people I've known. Yeah. Um, yeah a lot all, of all the bad girls. Mostly have daddy issues, and I'm yep. not talking throwing shade. That's just a that's or just mommy a, issues. To or, be fair, or mommy just issues parental too. issues mm-hmm. in general, like yeah, like and it's that's it's predominantly and, daddy issues for sure. Though. And like I just <clears throat> society is gonna is gonna I'm gonna tell her society is gonna tell you that like you need a man for this, you need a man to do this that, and you should you should focus on yourself mm-hmm. and what you want out of life. And if you decide that you want to include a man in that, you want to have a partner in the journey, you know, the journey that is life. If their presence in your life is not going to cost you or you your peace, but it's not add to it, then great. Yeah. And it's not a requirement. And I don't want this to sound like, you know, I'm going to basically try to like scare her away from it. That's not the point. Just. It's just not a necessity. Yeah, and it's and this is like I feel like this is something that just doesn't get talked about enough. Like that because because of the way that our very misogynistic society is. Yeah. Um, and I don't ever want her, which and she's gonna feel it to some degree, no matter how much we we prepare her or whatever. But if I can, if I can somehow set her up to end ahead of time, relieve societal pressure and stress off of her because women I feel like definitely feel societal pressure more than men in certain degrees yeah in certain aspects for sure about this stuff specifically yeah um if I can help lessen that then that's like the goal I want to make her journey as not easy Mm -hmm. because without failure and and hardness there is no learning and and growth growth. but but set set her up for success I think a lot of specifically in relationships what helps with that is you treating her like she is the princess queen of her life you you specifically being her father treating her as such and showing her through me and even if we which I don't think this will ever happen but if god forbid something happened and we separated and you end up with some like regardless how you treat me or another partner yeah, yeah. or her, like that's what, and not always because obviously I get some stuff from my biological dad. Cause my junior, my dad, he's amazing to my mom. So like not saying that that always affects it, but at the same time I didn't get to grow up with my biological father. And I always, I had such a long gap of not seeing my mom treated correctly for a long time until junior, um, which I only say junior. So people don't get confused. Dad, don't get sensitive over that. You are my dad. I swear to God, he, he would say something. He'd be like, so I'm junior again. So I'm junior again. <laughs> no. Um, so I think it'll come from a lot of that. And I know that you'll do awesome in that aspect of things because that's how she'll know. Like, mm. yeah, no, it's, it's like, this. it's kind of like that TikTok That's like, Oh, you can't do that. My daddy can. My daddy can do that. <laughs> it's gonna be like that because then she'll have the a certain set of standards. Yep, absolutely. So she's gonna have these male figures in her life to really show her what 
is what type of man is worth putting your time into rather yeah, than it, having to kind of figure it out on your own. It's it's kind of weird. It's always been kind of weird to me that that's how like kids basically learn like how how at least in their mind mm-hmm. how they deserve or don't deserve to to be, to, to be treated. Yeah. It's interesting. That's why it's mm-hmm. uh, it's very the whole nurture nature thing like yep. it is so important what your child is exposed to their entire lives but like the first like 10 years of, their, of your child's life mm-hmm. is so crucial and important like even what, the first what seven. they what they witness and absorb mm-hmm. and they're just it, sponges. It, it literally molds who they're going to be as a human being and that's why i think it's very important to instill very important kind of complex values but in ways that they smart. can understand yeah. they are smart but you, you, s- you still gotta make it in ways they can understand because yeah. you know depending on their age i mean I, yeah. I, there was obviously, I wasn't five and like genius level and who knows, maybe we'll get lucky and we'll get geni- get a genius, <laughs> but, yeah. but, but anyways, but, but in ways they can understand, but still don't, don't, don't sugarcoat it. Yeah. Cause that's, I, I think there's honest. a, there need to have a very good balance of building them up and, and making them feel wor- worthy of themselves or just, or just whatever and stuff, but also being honest with them. Yeah. And being realistic. Mm-hmm. And that's like another thing, like reinforcing that failure will make you better. I think that mm-hmm. one's an important yeah. one to instill young because it's okay to mess I didn't up. hear like yeah. I didn't have that reinforced to me until I was like a teenager. That Older, like, yeah. like it you is no, it is to. good to fail. You have to you fail have to. to grow. If you don't ever fail, you're never going to learn yep. different ways of think whatever. You know, you know well, what I mean? So And that even reminds me of something. Pinterest has been, like, my best friend with, like, helping me with, like, parenting styles and, like, figuring that out because there was something that was, like, saying, like, when your kids are coming to show you something or they accomplish something instead of, like, you can still be, like, I'm so proud of you, but, like, a lot of people are, like, you should also be, like, wow, that's amazing. Like, I bet you're so proud of yourself. And I was, like, oh, that's actually really cool because it instills this own sense of self-worth that's not reliant on outer validation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And if, and if you want to, another thing that goes along with that is if, say, let's say, like, specifically, like, an art like an art drawing or something. Mm-hmm. If you want to offer advice to help improve their skill for themselves, mm-hmm. you have to go about it in the right way. You mm-hmm. can't be like, this is wrong. You should do it this way. Mm-hmm. You have to be like, hey – can I make a suggestion on how you can do this differently in the future? Just mm-hmm. something you can play around with or something you have, yeah. you have to portray it in the right way. That's something I'm kind of worried about is like wording stuff in the right way. Cause sometimes yeah. I get word vomit. <laughs> yeah. So and you're very literal. And I yeah. feel like people, I forget that you're that way. And then you s- said it earlier and then you were going through your story and had to be like, well, actually there was this happening, not this happening. Like you have you genuinely, <laughs> I care even about when details. explaining, <laughs> stuff even if to the other people it's like not an important detail for his to brain he has to be is. like no i have to be literal with all of this so i'm gonna take a step back oh, and then this ha- and th- hold on let me take a step back because this i love yeah. that well and especially in the age of cancel culture i feel like i like need to be even though i don't so much but i, I feel like i need to be very specific and people understand exactly what I'm saying and not that's what's get it yeah it sucks well and after a certain (laughs) I've gotten to a point because I've realized with doing this podcast that like I 
like worry a little bit too much about like whether or not I'm being received correctly. But at the same time, like it's going to take a page out of my dad's. Can't make everyone happy. No, I don't know. I don't ever try to offend anybody. I never go out of my way to offend or hurt another person. So if you are, I'm sorry, but like, I'm not, I going forward, which not that I filtered myself a whole lot, but like going forward, I'm going to really try in the new year to not, stress so hard about it because yeah. I don't think that I would have gotten the traction that we've got from this show since we've been doing it. If people weren't resonating and understanding where I'm coming from with things. Um, so with kind of that awkward transition of that being <laughs> said, um, we're going to end this here. I hope Dre, I hope you liked this. You, you wanted it so bad. Um, <laughs> And I, I thought it was a cool idea, too. So I'm glad we did yeah, this. Yeah, I, I did, too. Yeah. Um, and it'll be cool for her to kind of, like, one day listen to this and be like, damn. Well, and I, I believe for the next one, we were thinking about having your parents on with us as well. So, yes. well, well, you, this is your show. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, so we're going to have my parents on the next time um, after she's born and do a whole, like, just a catch-up of if anything's changed with our opinions on things and how it's going and... Hopefully, um, postpartum depression isn't a thing for us. I think we'll be okay. I think we'll be good. I think with all the support and everything we have, and it seems like the mindset we have of we both just kind of want to enjoy her. At yeah. And mold a badass learn. little human. Yeah, yeah. Just see where she takes us. So I love you. I love you too. You're awesome. No, you're awesome. <laughs> Thank you for doing this. I was like, I was really... <laughs> I was so. I know anxious. I've been kind of congested this whole time, but uh, yeah. Sorry, guys. He that's he sounds like he's sick, but he's kind of congested. It's just it's, I get allergies really bad yeah. this time of year. It's all congestion. Yeah. If you fun. if you get allergies, you know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> but <laughs> seasonal on, allergies. <laughs> on that note, um, if you guys have been liking the podcast, I try not to make this a focus, but it really does help. Um, to get ratings in, um, whether it's on Apple Podcast or Spotify, but specifically Spotify, again, you can actually leave reviews there now. It would really help me out and just kind of put me on different people's scope. Um, and I, I feel like we're building a pretty cool community and a lot of cool, like, open-minded listeners and having a lot of really important open-minded conversations um, so the more people that can be a part of that, that it helps or anything like that is th- that's all I want is to help people. That was kind of my whole goal with this and to help me grow throughout all of it. And I definitely have. It's been kind of crazy because when I started this podcast, I was not under the impression I was going to be a mom anytime soon. So you guys have got to <laughs> kind of go through a lot with me already. Um, so thank you guys for listening. Thank you again to everybody who reached out during the Spotify wrapped and everybody that is a top listener. Like I can't even believe I was on anybody's Spotify wrapped. Freaking awesome. Super awesome. Thank you. (laughs) So next time you guys hear from both of us, we will officially be parents and it will be, um, probably close to a new year or the new year by the time this is out. So happy holidays. Happy, happy new year. I probably will be taking some time off. I am going to have, at least one other episode ready and lined up after this one. If all of a sudden they kind of stop, that means that if 
Thea has made her appearance and I'll Great kind time. of yeah I'll kind of keep people up to date on that um, my goal was to have a lot more content built out but just I probably wasn't expecting oops no you're okay I would just say probably uh, Instagram if, if it does yeah. cut off I would ch- I would probably check Instagram yeah. for an update if, if that's the if we're taking the, the break yeah at sad girl hours podcast on Facebook and Instagram I'll update you guys and let everybody know um, I wasn't expecting to be in so much pain and so uncomfortable I thought I was gonna have a lot more time to like really build up content so um but the real ones understand. So thank you guys so much for listening. Um, thank you for all of your support. And remember, stay safe, stay beautiful. And remember, there is always another day. Another day.